Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. Superchargers, headlights, and more with over 122 million parts. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Volume. What up, guys? Welcome back to Three Rounds. I'm in Bakersfield for the state tournament, but the fight doesn't stop. So let's go. Round one. Henry Cejudo and Aljamain Sterling are scheduled to fight. And if Aljo saying I want to whip him in Mexico City says anything, it sounds like Mexico City may host UFC 288. I don't know. But for me, the important part in this one is that this is the final step in Aljamain Sterling's clearance of all the former champions. So he's beaten Piotrian, Dillashaw. Now he's fighting Cejudo. Guys, Aljo's been disrespected for a long time. And I don't really understand how. But how could you deny him if he beats Cejudo? Now, when the fight was kind of announced, Aljo gave Henry props, but he also said, He's ready to kick his ass. Now, I interviewed these two at Cejudo's house, and it was very telling how Henry talked to Aljamain Sterling, how he spoke to him almost as if he didn't believe that Aljamain belonged on the same level as him. I'll tell you one thing, man. Henry Cejudo's ultimately confident, and he should be, right? He's won everything. He's won from the Olympics to fighting, he's done just about all that you can do, and he has a very good mind for all things combat sports. I understand that he can be cringe. I understand that at times he can annoy people, but the reality is Henry Cejudo is a tremendous combat sports athlete and a tremendous combat sports mind. That's why guys like John Jones and the Korean Zombie and women like Zhang Wei Li seek him out to help in their preparation, because the reality is, when you have seen what Henry Cejudo has seen, when you have been where he has been, it's hard not to respect and appreciate the level that Henry Cejudo has seen in terms of combat sports. But if Aljamain Sterling has done anything, he has proven 
that he is worthy of being called the champion, and he has also proven that he has a fighting style that he can pretty much put on anybody he wants to. Because Piotr Jan is as good as they come. And Aljamain won that fight in Florida. And he won that fight by taking him down and controlling him. He put three rounds in the bank, and then he didn't have to worry as much going into round four and five, which to many in their belief, Piotr Jan won. But ultimately, it's a five-round fight, and when you won three, it's over. People talk about TJ Dillashaw being hurt when Aljamain fought him. So what? Aljamain Sterling dominated. Aljamain Sterling has now put himself in position to not only defend his championship, but historical terms. Because everywhere you look in the record book in the UFC, you see the name Aljamain Sterling. I know Henry has all these pet names for him. Al Gislain, Al Gislain, all this other crazy stuff. That's what Hudo likes to say. But the reality is, Aljamain Sterling is as good as they come. He's as dangerous as they come. And once again, he has that ability to put his fighting style on anyone he's locked in the octagon with. Now, can Henry Cejudo's wrestling counter that? Or does Henry Cejudo show up and fight in the way that he did against Dominic Cruz, where he's almost in a karate stance? Hey. When Davis and Figueredo won the belt back, he looked a lot like Henry Cejudo. These are game plans that Cejudo and his team are putting together. I wonder what the game plan is going to look like when you take on Al Jermaine Sterling. you got to stay upright if you're Cejudo. And I know he's Olympic champ. I know he's a great wrestler. And I know he'll tell you there's no way, no way that Al Jermaine takes him down. But if there's a guy that imparts his wrestling for mixed martial arts as good as anyone in the world, it's the Bantamweight champion. He's long, he's lean, he's tough, and he has his eyes set on this. It was very telling the way they interacted because Aljo was interacting as if he was a guy that has a ton of respect for Henry Cejudo. Henry, not so much. Big-time fight for the Bantamweight division, but not only for the right now. We're talking in the historical sense because Cejudo left thinking the division would suffer. It's actually only got better since he's gone. And now this new champion is waiting for him. I'm show yeah. You yeah, yeah. I'm experienced. Round two. John Jones says that he was missing the fear in the fights. He said he stopped studying footage as much. He started to look forward to another day. He said that the fear was gone. He didn't really fear the guys. He was happy with this pay. But he didn't really find the challenge in guys like Dominic Reyes, uh, Anthony Smith, guys who had been dreaming of fighting him probably since they'd been in college. He was just relatively unknown to the public, is what John said. John said that he just wanted more. He said he wanted to be nervous going into the fights. He wanted to have that fear again. You know, I was talking to my kids last night as we get ready for the state tournament, and I spoke to them about fear. And what it means. And John, he hit it on the point. He said he thinks the fear is healthy. And now that he's in this position with the heavyweight division being tougher and scarier than it's ever been, he feels like he's right where he needs to be. He said he feels like he has rediscovered those nerves. I was talking to those kids, and 
I told him to embrace the fear. The fear can't consume you because without that fear, how do you know that you're ready? I have never, guys, in my life thought about a time where I have competed, whether it was wrestling or whether it was fighting, where I didn't feel almost scared of what could happen. Because again, in fighting, to lose is like death. So that fear would overtake me. And I would start to look for it, honestly. I would start to try to expect it. I would, If I felt too good, I would try to almost make that fear come back to me. To make me have those nerves because of the uh, size of the undertaking that I was in. I would make myself think of how bad it could be if it goes the other way. Jones said he was missing that. And for a guy like Jones, who had fought a who's who of guys, guys, there's fear in Rashad Evans because you guys have trained together for so long. There's fear in Rampage Jackson because of the power element. There's fear in Leota Machida because of who he was. There's fear in fighting Shogun Hua. Jones spoke to Dominic Reyes wanting to fight him for so long. That was Jones when he fought Shogun. I can't imagine a time where Jones didn't think to himself, wow, I would love to fight Shogun. He went out there and he did what he did to him. But once the fear is gone, once that element of how bad it could be on the other side, that thing that makes you prepare more and more thorough than anything in the world is gone, that's a hard thing to deal with. It's hard to get up for that, especially when you're making seven figures every time you step in there. Because if the guy doesn't scare you, maybe you get a little more lax in the training. Maybe you're a little more free with the life. Maybe you're a little more loose with the time. I'm telling you, when you're afraid, when you're ready, when you're prepped, everything is lock and sync. But if that guy doesn't make that, those nerves boil up inside of you, it's easy to kind of go in the opposite direction. So I agree. I agree. And that tells me that he'll be more prepared. Hey, his opponent, though, Cyril Ghana, is saying some weird stuff. Bali doesn't train unless he's getting ready for a fight. I don't know if Jones is buying that, though. I really don't. <laughs> Cyril's, Cyril has been in the game now. He's a tremendous striker. He's a fantastic fighter. And he understands the job and the task at hand. But to say, I don't train unless I got a fight, I see Cyril Gan compete. It doesn't look like it. He knows what challenge is ahead of him. Jones ain't buying it. Jones has rediscovered the fear, and he should. Because Cyril Gan is a very dangerous man and should be feared. Cyril Gan is a real heavyweight that should be feared. And he's a dog because we saw it against Taito Ivasa. Hey, big fight in Las Vegas. I'm just happy that I can be there. And for one, I can't wait. Round three. Jake Paul says that Tommy Fury is a must-finish fight and that he has his eyes set on Nathan Diaz next. I know I've said time and time again that it's time to start taking Jake Paul serious, and I, I feel like 
he and his team have been committed to this thing. And now, through the training and the work, he's starting to see it and visualize it and state it. He said that he'd be disappointed if he didn't finish Tommy Fury. When Jake Paul was asked if this is his toughest opponent, he said, no, fuck no. That would be an insult to Anderson Silva. He said that Anderson Silva and Tyron Woodley are tougher than Jake Paul. Told that to Ariel Hawani on the MMA Hour. He said that he may be faster, he may throw more punches, but he is not tougher than Anderson Silva or Tyron Woodley. We're talking about two dudes that have fought at the very top of the UFC. We are talking about two dudes that are as good as they come, that are insanely talented and he got through both of them two guys that have fought at the very top of the ufc being champions now tommy fury is a real boxer though you know i was talking to ryan clark the other day and he wasn't ready to call tommy fury's toughest guy either because although he carries the name most don't feel like tommy fury even want to be there guys if jake paul gets through this this time it would be time for us to not only consider him a guy that's fun, but just a true boxing prospect. Because the reality is this. Most boxing prospects at this point in their career probably wouldn't have fought the level of competition that he's fought already. Think about that. Think about to the last time he saw a 4-0 boxer. Go back to a 6-0 guy. Go back to a 6-0 Floyd Mayweather and see who he fought. Go back and watch some of those Friday night fights on ESPN and see the guys that they fought when they were 5-6-0. and six and oh. It really is about getting experience all the way up to about 20 matches. And then you start to see these guys take on tougher competition. Paul seems to be doing that like right away. Right away. Because Anderson Silva, for as old as he is, Showed up on that night to beat Jake Paul. I know people will say he got hit, he fell, Anderson could have won the fight. I get it. I, I wanted to discredit the kid too. I, I mean, I did. But it looked like Anderson made him fight. Tyron Woodley in fight one made him fight. He was tired, he was tired, he was fatigued. He was getting hit by Anderson. And he didn't do what I kind of expected him to do. I expected him to kind of cower away. From that in that moment, and he didn't. He he rose up to that challenge, and he he fought to the best of his ability, and the best of his ability was a win over one of the greatest UFC champions of all time. I saw those guys on first take, and they were arguing, they were yelling, it's fun. It's fun. And Anderson, it was fun. It was fun when he fought Tyrant. It's fun now with Tommy Fury. But if he keeps winning, it won't be about fun anymore. It'll be about how far can this kid go. Nathan Diaz next would be fun. It'd be fun. He'd be a little big for Nate, I think. But Nate's a dog, and Nate's going to fight that dude. He's going to make money. But after a while, man, I'm just finding it harder and harder to really discredit 
the kid's athletic ability. Also, his brother is doing just amazing work in the WWE, like natural. They're, they're talented. They're gifted. And um, from my eyes, from an outsider standpoint, it seems like they work hard because what the kid's doing is not easy. I mean, I think he might have fought Anderson for 10 rounds. It's crazy. Just another boxing prospect, and I think we should start calling him that because he's showing through his performances that he deserves at least that title. And then we'll see where he goes from there. And now for my final thought. Guys, I appreciate each and every one of you for all the support, how you guys have really embraced me through this journey on the volume uh, YouTube and my YouTube and everything else. I love each and every one of you. I know there's been a lot of talk about the whole Jones thing, and we're like, I'm, go- I'm calling the fight. And I will do my best to make sure that I do one of the greatest fighters of all time justice as he steps inside the octagon. So you guys tune into UFC 285. It's going to be a great fight. We finally get to see whether or not all that pound for pound talk that Jones got early was warranted because if, the, if his style translates to heavyweight, how can you deny it? Till next time, like, subscribe. Peace. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.